everybody, and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmerville. And joining us, as always, is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. Hi, guys. Hey, Phil. How's it going? Pretty good. Really uh, good. Uh, you catch any games this week? I did. What? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I watched E-League on TBS. Oh. A e- four-hour broadcast of the finals in Counter-Strike. Did not, not Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. No. Nope. As I said, it, I watched E-League. That sounds like a fun competition. It's a sport, it's and a now I'm a sports fan. It's not a sport. Uh, TBS, Definitely on their promo for it, said that it was part of their sports lineup. TBS also says they're very funny. That's hey, not true. Samantha B has a joke here and there. I've only watched her show once, so... So it must not be funny. <laughs> what is no, that? No, so you... it may or may not be funny. Okay, I have no idea. The first episode was. Well, okay. I'm telling you, it's funny. So I thought we were Franz, <laughs> French friends. Ugh, Franz. Hey guys. Hey, what's what's up? I don't know. Is is a sports podcast? I thought we'd just bring it back to the sports. We got the <laughs> sure. NBA finals going on. Oh, we got yeah. the Stanley Cup finals on. Wow. Yeah. And on top of all of that, we have Rio Death Watch 2016. Rio Death Watch 2016 brought to you by I'm a funeral home. Yes, I'm a person and I'm also a funeral home. So just come knock on my door and I'll figure it out as I go along. I just thought it would be a really great business card. So I got to print it up. I'm a funeral home. That's a great sponsor. Joel, I usually do the Countdown to Rio 2016 uh, Death Watch. I noticed that it was not on the docket, so I went ahead and whipped one up myself because I wanted to make sure that we hit this story. You really don't have to do this I think we should give Joel a shot. It's a huge story. Uh, I mean, he's known for being very entertaining on this podcast, Uh, so let's give him a chance (laughs) to let his light shine. When people talk to me about the podcast, that's usually what they say, not... Phil and Jordan are funny. I'm not sure why you're there. No, they say, Joel, you're the funny one. Yeah, I've heard that feedback. Right. (laughs) Here here we go. TJ Van Garderen says he's not going to the Summer Olympics. Who is TJ Van Van Garderen? Bombshell. No, what, what, what is, is this? Is he a basketballer? TJ Van Garderen is the... Do you know how this segment works? Yeah, he's the best cyclist in the United States of America guy. Well, the best road he, cyclist. He doesn't make oh, that segment no, right. at all. But cyclists aren't athletes, though. Uh, well, here's the thing. TJ Van Garderen, who finished fifth in the Tour de France in 2014 and 2012... Didn't even medal? And was in... He was in third last year before he had to drop out because he had a respiratory infection that just knocked him out. But... Here's, here's what he said. After thinking long and hard about the Olympic Games in Rio, I have decided to withdraw my name from consideration for selection in the U.S. team. Although the risks associated with the Zika virus can be minimal and precautions can be taken, my wife Jessica is pregnant. And I don't want to risk bringing anything back that could potentially have an effect. So Wow. Kind of, I mean, responsible, I guess. Yeah. Well, now, in fairness, I mean, TJ probably would have been a real contender in the time trials, but not to the point he's definitely not going to medal in the time trials and he's not really a one-day race guy so the road race probably right right right, no we're we're, countdown to rio 2016 death watch yeah i feel like we're talking a little too much cycling here specifically well i just wanted to make sure that we Um, hit because this is this is a really big story no he came in fifth so he wouldn't have even medaled anyways fifth in the tour de france is still a pretty big deal yeah but it's not a medal it's not a gold silver i mean by the way everyone at the tour de france they're going to be at the olympics yeah uh well some of them may not be based on what's happening here we're beginning to see maybe a few athletes are dropping out which makes for a good transition into Joel's Cycling Corner. 
This was not on the schedule. No, I don't. Joel remember. Cycling Corner brought to you by. There's no sponsor for Joel Cycling Corner. <laughs> I was checking. Okay, I guys. thought I'd say it. No, I thought I'd just say it. It's time for our big Tour de France preview. Okay. France. Did he? Yeah. Did he run this by you? No, I, I didn't. Just, we're not. Okay. Joel, no, no, we're not. Obviously, we're not doing, everyone we're not thinks that Chris no. Froome is poised to repeat. We're not. Froome. His last name is Froome. He goes fast for a living. But a lot of people have made that joke. Now, but the question is, can Nairo Quintana, twice the bridesmaid, finally make the last push that he needs to become the winner? Uh, and bring the first ever Tour de France victory home okay. to his native Colombia. You said Katana and Bride, and all I can think about is Kill Bill now. Quintana. What a fantastic Quintana. movie. Oh, my. Q-U-I-N. So enjoyable. Right. I always wanted to see the version where they're they're meshed together. Guys, oh, I are, did. I saw we that. We are really? getting an awesome supercut. It was great. Hey. The time flew by. Speaking of that awesome supercut, yeah. what do we got in the show this week? Oh. <laughs> we didn't even do an outro for Well, Joel we super corner. cut off this segment. <laughs> it's over. Yep. That was a super cut there, Jordan. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, anytime. So we, wh- who, here's what we have. We have P.M. Stevens, yeah. who's a NASCAR racer. Yeah. And he's coming on because a lot of people in the summertime go on summer road trips, family vacations, sure. that sort of thing. He's going to give us all some summer vacation road trip tips. You know what? I think I could really use those. That would be good. Is, is one That's of them to maybe too bad. Try... You're actually, we're going to send you to go get burritos. Oh. Try, try doing like a, a, a biking road trip, you guys. You could, you could get out in the open road with the old bicycle and... What we all we also I was so enthralled by watching E League <laughs> that I decided to call up their PR people and see if we get an interview with the coach of the winning team. Oh, you probably got that same voicemail I got, which is this inbox is full and no longer accepting messages. No, they actually picked up my call. What? Yeah, I thought we had the trainer. Oh, I mean he coaches. He's oh, okay. a, the yeah. trainer and the coach is the same person of, of this yeah, okay. of this uh, video game team. Yeah, Luminosity, the ones that won, which is very exciting. That's They're a cool Brazilian name. team. That's very cool. cool. They beat Cloud Nine in the finals. It was very exciting. Uh, it was two to one. Cloud Guess Nine actually went up one nothing. Not on Cloud Nine. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, his name is Coach Ten. I assume that Ten is like a Portuguese la- popular last name. Oh, oh yeah, prob- yeah, probably. probably. You'd have probably, to assume yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, like yeah exactly. Coach First name's probably Claudio or something. Yeah, Claudio Ooh, yeah. 10. I would believe that. We got a wide world of weird sports. You're goddamn right we do. But first, news, news, news. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports 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 Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Manziel's, put your man boobs in a Manziel today, I'm back! <laughs> hey, alright, yeah. welcome back. I hey. mean, we. I feel like we missed a lot of significant Johnny Manziel news because it was too sad. Yeah. yeah. Well, this isn't not sad. No, oh, but, perfect. I mean, people at home should know that, like, when it involves, uh, like, guys hitting ladies in bad ways. Oh, well, we don't. We, we don't. don't we, we don't go there. Oh, yeah. No, we are oh. three white guys. Yeah, we could Can't be. We could be like really bold and go for the sharp satirical take, and we do not. We're not. We're not interested. Oh no, in we that. pussyfoot it. Yeah, yeah not oh, interested in the edgy not stuff. Interest. Walking on eggshells nope, over here. Nope. This is an ABC Family podcast. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. we could be sponsored by Sesame Street. I wouldn't say that. We go edgy just in really cheap, you know, uh, uh, you know ways. Oh, not yeah. smart ways. Yeah, yeah we not, go not, broad, yeah, and like the, yeah. broad, broad and, and dumb. Broad and dumb is where yeah. So this yeah. is a bit of a news roundup. Okay, oh, I'll perfect. start with the big one. Is that's Johnny Not Football is being sued for allegedly wrecking. The Hollywood Hills mansion he rented back in April. Boo. With the real estate broker claiming the QB threw drug-fueled ragers in the place and destroyed thousands of dollars of property. Mm. Drug-fueled ragers? How come I wasn't invited? I live in Los Angeles. Oh. <laughs> what, guys. You weren't? You, 
I mean, I know we we like kind of we Joel and I Ubered together. What? I have the app. He you doesn't. You didn't invite I thought, me. Well, no, I mean, you're Johnny's, not. You're, you're not a big sports guy. I didn't. Yeah. And I Johnny's got the best drugs, you know, so... I How mean, good were his drugs? Just explain it to me. Oh, really good. Oh, you know when you no. get that good drug feeling after you've done a drug? Oh, yeah. It was like that, but times 10. And I yeah. was just like sitting there thinking like, oh, drugs. Yeah, where you're like, I don't even need to take another dose of drug because I have enough drug yeah. in my system. But then me. I do But then I do anyway because it, it's so good. Sure, because you need to take it while I it's remember, free. I would take it and I would think to myself, he has got to be blowing through that bonus check. Because sure. these are really good drugs. Makes sense. Uh, so basically, so the man behind Emphasis the suit. Emphasis on blow. The ha! Oh! Sorry, Johnny Depp. The man behind the suit is Nicholas Goodwin. He says he he was approached by a man back in April who called himself Travis. Ooh, fake name. About renting, <laughs> about renting the 5,000 square foot pad back in April. When Travis showed up to his home, Nick quickly recognized it was really Johnny Manziel. Must have not been wearing, wearing the mustache. mustache? Nope. Yeah. Must have not been. Too bad. He uh, only developed his his disguise. I feel like later. You know. No, no. This was no. Last year he had the disguise. Oh, he did have the. disguise I think this last time year. he thought, "I'm not playing football anymore. Maybe if I just call myself Travis, people think I'm Travis." <laughs> Plus, everybody knows that there was only Travises in the '90s, and they all died off as soon as Y2K they, happened. But yeah, they all died from drugs over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really exactly. weird. Um, uh, filed by an attorney because that's who would file it. Nick uh, sure. Goodwin says Manzel wanted to rent the place for two nights. And said he'd keep things low key. Oh, Even he meant Loki like the Norse god. Oh, he wanted to keep it low key. <laughs> he wanted to cause mischief. Yeah. Oh, that this guy totally misread that. Totally. Misread totally it, yeah. By the way, jo- Johnny Football is going someone be like, "Oh, Texas A&M Greek mythology class what? finally paying off. D minus is still passing. Norse, <laughs> Norse mythology." Whatever. So apparently his Greek yeah. mythology class is not paying off. Yeah, well, oh. you know what? He wasn't that good of a student, Joel. Now, yeah, speaking I of which, we've got El Correcto on the <laughs> podcast today. El Correcto is going to suck the fun out of things by correcting things. That's what I do. Uh, I don't want to go out on a limb. I don't want to go victim You know what? Go, you, you can well, you know, do what you got to do, yeah, Joel. I just, don't be I, Joel. I don't, hey, Joel, be Joel. I don't want to be accused of victim blaming here, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. If Johnny Menzel tells you that he's going to, quote unquote, keep things low key, I feel like unless you're living under a rock, you've got to know that You have bullshit. to assume he means the Norse god. Uh, well, was it Johnny Manziel who Norse... said it, or was it his alter ego, Travis? Because <laughs> Travis knows how to keep it cool when he needs to. Johnny Manziel comes out nightmare. Uh, so he agreed even to pay a huge fine if more than 15 people came to the house at one time. Uh-oh. But Goodwin says instead of low-key parties, mm-hmm. Manziel went berserk. Mm-hmm. With huge ragers in the house involving guests who were, quote, consuming drugs. What? And alcohol. No. On the property. Oh, shouldn't do that. Goodwin said things got so crazy, the cops were even called uh, to his home at one point. Eventually, Goodwin says he had to call for, quote, hazardous material cleanup to pick up narcotics that were left behind. Ooh. Oh, you just pick those up, you throw them in the trash. Or you sell them to your friends. Like, there you go. Why do you need I, hazardous people, hazardous weight? Like, they should be... Clean up oil spills. Yeah, they have like hazmat suits on, and they were like, "I must pick up this needle." Yeah, they should be dealing with ET. Like, what what are they doing? Working about like uh, a bunch of oxy here. Someone crushed up. Ugh. Right. Uh, uh, Goodwin is demanding more than forty thousand damn dollars, which includes a ten thousand dollar party penalty that was agreed to upon. Sure. Plus thousands in damages for things like expensive rugs, broken glasses, tables, bathroom doors, statues. If you have statues at your house. Don't don't run into a party athlete. Yeah, them's gonna yeah. get broke. Yeah, if you like that statue, 
Right. If you have like a replacement statue and you put the real statue in, in storage. Right. Again, if it's I one of those statues that you don't mind if the arms get ripped off because then it looks more classy. Yeah, they're just like, yeah. oh, hey. I feel like if you're trying to get things to work around the office and you call in, you know, your HR director, Joseph Stalin. Sure. And he says, hey, uh, I'll clean house. But don't worry, I'm, I'm not going to fire anybody. I'm just I'm going to keep it, you know, very, very modest. But I, I will sort of take care of your problem. Okay, because I, I really want everyone to get a good right. severance. It's kind of right. on you maybe to know, you know, that Joseph is going to, gonna shoot everybody he's just gonna kill all of them right i mean that's what happens when you leave joseph stalin in front of something and and that's what happens when you run a company (laughs) when you employ entirely slavs right yeah that's what's gonna happen (laughs) that's that's how it's gonna go right and and same thing (laughs) with I feel like Johnny Mandel is the Joseph Stalin of drug-fueled ragers. Very you know? big statement right there. Very big statement. <laughs> bold. 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 Bold statement. I guess I'm, I may be less familiar with drug-fueled ragers than I need to be to say that. But, but you're very familiar with Joseph Stalin. Fairly familiar with I mean, Too I study history, so. Uh, you know, surveillance video footage, of course, showed that Mr. Mandel, like, he had cameras. Sure. And he says, hey, no more than 15 people, Travis says okay right. he's got cameras so he can tell he's through large parties on both nights causing extensive damage to the property and and here's the thing uh they also said there was extensive burn marks from cigarettes and marijuana Woo. found on the floor wine stains that quote cannot be removed was uh, it harvey Weinstein? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't gonna leave for anybody i was gonna say he was at the hot hollywood party he was like yeah he cannot be removed <laughs> there's wine stains everywhere <laughs> yeah and uh, they can't. We can't get them out. That was, that uh, was good. I, really, I like that. Thank uh, you. A broken glass table. Maybe some a little, little amateur WWE. Ah, yeah. This is why I don't believe in glass tables. Like fundamentally, yeah. I don't understand what why do you, people what do, do you that. Mean? What do you mean? Because they break. Well, so could a wooden table. Yeah. yeah. But it's not gonna like. It's not glass. It's we not used to podcast on a glass table. We, we did, but, and but, I was always uncomfortable. But by the way, but by the way, there's no. How is a table? You, you act like tables are being thrown around. Like, no, a table you eat off of. How are no, you going to break I it? I understand that, but I, I still feel like you, you drop We're not all in a Chris a Farley distance. sketch. Right. Like, this is, it's just a I'm table. constantly in a Chris Farley sketch. <laughs> My clumsiness has destroyed a number of things that you would think undestroyable. But I don't like punching a hole in a door isn't clumsiness. Furniture. And Joel, Chris Farley sketches are funny. <laughs> okay, that was... Unnecessary. I know, but I had to say it because you're not constantly into Chris Farley's sketch because your your life is more kind of like sad and normal. I was specifically referring like... to the property damage, but thank you for okay. Anytime, me I just one. wanted to yeah. make sure that was. You're kind of like you know when you used to watch next week on Mad Men, and it would be just a bunch of statements like "Open the door, come on in." Well, are you gonna sign that? And it was this weird yeah. fucked up poetry to like weird fucked up jazz music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I guess that somewhat approximates your life. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Or you, like, there's no cohesive thing there. And it's like, well, I guess I'm going to tune in next week because it's Mad Men. Yeah, I, I guess that we can. I watched next week on Mad Men ever, and now I'm, I'm a little self-conscious about it. Oh, no. It was this fucked up poetry that uh, Matt Weiner put together. Yeah. Matt Weiner Stein? Or Stain? Damn it! Oh. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, <laughs> update, watch, update. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel update, update watch update. update brought to you by Manzels. Put your man boobs in a Manzel today. Goodbye forever. Joining us now on the podcast is NASCAR race driver PM Stevens. Hey guys, how's it going? 
Oh, uh, great, PM. Hey, get out of here, man. A good beer. Can we, can we call you PM or what do you prefer? I just, you know what? You just call me by my initials, man. Nope, not going to do that. Just call me by my initials, PM. You just call oh, me okay, PM. yes. Yeah, those yeah, two my, initials, yes. I'm my initials right there. All right. I don't know what you, what you think I mean. PMS. We weren't going to call you PMS. I, can, I used to get those jokes live in high school. You don't see those people around no more. No, 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 you, no, you, you don't what? see no I, people around no more. <laughs> they were, they were not say that. All right. Now, we... we 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 had you on the show because one we we thought you had a very good radio voice hey, that you totally intelligible that, <laughs> yeah appreciate but, it man I appreciate your vote comments but the second reason was you're a driver yeah. and it's and it's summer vacation season summer a lot vacation a lot of families are yeah. packing up the family crossover Woo! heading out in the open road yeah, seeing some real Americana oh yeah and, and I got myself I got myself a whole bunch of tips. Hey, you can follow. You can have yourself a great road trip this summer. Go with the family, throw them all inside the car, and just have a good time. And you're a professional driver. Professional driver. So that's the sports tie-in. That's yeah. why this is a clean segment. Yes, <laughs> a clean segment. All right. It's about sports because it's a sports podcast. All right. Got to talk about sports on a sports podcast. Right? What is a bunch of guys dicking around? No <laughs> one having that. So do you want do you want to lead off or should should I tip number one? Right. <laughs> Did that team talk for tip number one? We got sponsored for that. Who you got sponsored for? Today? T- tip number one brought to you by Motor Oil. Don't forget to use Motor Oil. That's a really that was actually tip number one. <laughs> I feel like they said they just played the tip number one. Uh, so I'll, tip number one was I'll dive check, a check the oil. I'll dive a little deeper. Okay. So when you're driving your car, you need to have oil in order to lube up all the, the engine parts inside that thing. There. Yeah. Yep. If you don't, if you don't lube up that engine part, you're gonna get a lot of grinding. Yeah. And all that grinding is gonna ruin your engine. So you gotta get a uh, motor oil put inside your car, and then you have a much better summer trip. All right. I'm gonna so, actually, you know, from Detroit. I'm gonna take this real quick. Yeah. Check your oil check before your oil. you do a car trip. A lot of older cars will burn oil. Yeah, they will. Top it off. Boom. You know, keep yeah. keep an extra quart in the trunk. Yeah. And top it off. And check you know it what? Also, trip. make sure they have a gallon of water. Car overheat, you can put the water on that engine. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Tip number two. Tip number two. We got a team talk for that. We got a sponsor for t- t- tip number tip two. Tip number two brought to you by Tires. Have reliable tires. That's not tip number two, but that's also a good tip. That's hopefully, good tip. That's, hopefully that's self-explanatory. That's hopefully self-explanatory. People know that. That's not tip number two. Okay. Nope, well, that was just a sponsor drop. Apparently, the National Tire Association decided that they were going to jump in. Hey, that, that's not tip number two. Before a road trip, balance your tires, check tire pressure. Yep, exactly. But tip number two. Tip number two. On the highways, lots of straight roads. Yes. Just put the gas pedal all the way to the ground, and then you'll go as fast as you possibly can. Ooh. Okay, fact. That, that's, that's correct. Yeah. But that's correct. No, no, when I drive said- in that car, when I want to go fast, <laughs> I put that pedal all the way to the ground. Go go fast. It's not as I the functioning again. of a gas pedal that, that concerns me. Now you gotta listen to PM on this one. I know how to get be, places fast. Well, we don't want to be picky here, but yeah. could be against the law to go that fast. Oh, but you you're know, gonna be way faster than the cops. Also, they're gonna be able to get you. Really? They're uh, gonna well, be able to get you. If you think they put like, the pedal all the way to the ground, they're not putting it all the way to the ground. They might put it all. They gauge themselves a little bit. They 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 take the pedal not totally to the metal. This sounds like like an arms race that I don't think you want to be engaged. It doesn't sound safe. I think more than anything else. Well, that's why you got to learn how to steer to meet the other, other cars in the road. Okay. Because if you meet the other cars in the road, then you're not going to be unsafe. Is that tip number three? No, that's not tip number three. That's all part <laughs> and parcel of tip number two. Okay, well, what's tip number three? Well, I need to hear the theme song and I can see what we got sponsor drop. Tip number three brought to you by spark plugs. You need them to start your car. All right. You got to make tip number three, tip number three for it. You got to make sure the distances are really far apart. Right. The what? The, the what? The distances are really far apart okay. between the city you go to. Say I live in 
uh, I'm just going to pick a random city, all right? Okay. Let's say I live in the upper northeastern part of Maine, uh, right? The very, yeah. very northeastern. Okay, say Bangalore. Like- <laughs> Bangalore. Sure. Say okay. I live in Bangalore. Right. Ar- right? Arcadia. Arcadia, that's another great... Oh, if you had the Rock Lobster there, they made a B-52 song about it. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have... Uh, if you're going to live in Bangalore, you want to pick, like, for example, a, a location in Texas, right? Because then, if you pick something closer, you're going to get there too fast because the pedal's all the way down <laughs> in the middle. So you got to make sure it's very far away so you can enjoy some time that road trip. So you think it's, it should be a long road trip? It should be a long road trip because that's the only way you're going to get to know your family. You're traveling around most of the year, going to all these races all around the world. You got to make sure you have a good long road trip. Well, I mean, again, you could also pick somewhere closer and drive slower. No, no, you can't do <laughs> that. That would go against tip number two. That goes against tip uh, number two. That that would. Put I'm, I'm just saying maybe we could erase tip number two But you know three. what? In fairness, driving slower does help tip number one. Yeah. Because ah. you burn less motor oil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm taking any of them back. But I'm saying bring your motor oil so you can do tip number two. So tip number three makes more sense. Sure. I'm just, I, I guess, I, I feel like a lot of people would consider the point of vacation to be the destination and the time spent there. And they would want to sort of minimize the amount of time traveling between. Nah, the car's all the fun part, man. Apparently you haven't been in my car. That's the fun part right there. Just be inside that car. Tip you- number four brought to you by uh, hubcaps. Hubcaps. Protect the other parts of your wheel. That's actually a really good piece of advice, Dad. Because if you don't have ham caps, then they're going to ruin the inside of your tires. They ain't going to be shiny no more. Yeah. Okay, but is that tip number four? No, that's not tip number That's the sponsor <laughs> drop. I was just explaining why it's tip number four. All right, tip number four. You should reach out to Tide or Clorox or Geico. Put a big decal on your hood. Make a little bit of money where you're going. A cover <laughs> gas money. It seems unlikely that they're going to pay no, a whole no. lot when of money. No, no. When you drive across for... America, you just call up Tide and say, put a big decal on. How much would they give me? Like, if I said, like, I'm, I'm actually thinking about this summer, maybe driving to, like, New Orleans or what something What kind like of that. car you got? A uh, 2006 Ford Fusion. They'll probably give you 50 or 60 bucks. Yeah, yeah all right. 50 and all I got to do, do oh, now, will they pay for true. the decal? Oh, of course they're going to pay for the decal. Oh, it's my free advertising. You're like a moving billboard at that point. Um, deal. Yeah. I, I don't think that they're going to pay anything for the advertising or the decal. Have you tried calling them yet? Because I talk to them all the time, and they say, yeah, whatever decal you want. But, put it I on mean, they, they're they sponsoring your NASCAR All car. right, well, let's just accept this is a reality. Move on with the next tip. Tip number five brought to you by Leather, a delightful interior. That's true. Leather is actually a really good interior, except on hot summer days. Sometimes your skin stick to it. Yeah, it's not good then. (laughs) All right, next tip, right? When you get to your destination, drink a bottle of milk and then spill some over your face. (laughs) What? Why would anyone do that? Yeah, because that's what you do when you achieve victory. You drink a thing of milk, you spill a little bit of milk. Then you're going to be covered in milk. Great Indianapolis 500. But you know what? That milk is going to taste real good after that big long trip. You're going to be real good. It's going to be cold and frothy. You're going to want some of that when you get out of that car. Trip uh, Tip number six brought to you by... Tailgating. Tailgate out of your car. Wait, is there a National Association for Tailgating? <laughs> Wait, is this is this tail... I, I don't know if I'm that's just, tailgating like to have a barbecue outside your car. Oh, that's getting tailgating. too close to the other car. Yeah, or getting too that's close. That's what I assume would getting too close to the other car. You would know car. all about that one. Oh, yeah. But My, tip number six? Yeah, tip number... I thought we were on tip number seven. I got, well, okay, tip number six. Tip number six is make sure that you have skid-proof tires so that when you're banking on them turns, 
when you have to do like a quick 90 degree turn, you have to pop out the clutch. You got to pull up the brake. You nope. got to skid to the side. I don't think anybody should be banking. You got to make sure you have little tires. PM, the type, so of, the type of drivers who are going to be getting this advice, they should not be doing 90 degree turns. They should not be doing oh, a Oh, but they got to or else they have to slow way down for them. Nine degree turns. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, they will slow entirely down. Oh, that see, then, then you're not going to be able to get as far as quickly. No, see, that's it's true. a bad. That's it's true, a bad but you'll get you'll get there more safely. No, not if you know how to do it. I'll show them. Hey, you give me a send them my email. <laughs> Tip <laughs> number seven, brought to you by steering wheels, <laughs> necessary for steering your car. That's fair. That's another good rule. All right, tip number seven, make sure to take anything that got excess excess weight. Make sure to get it out of your car, right? So make sure you have as few seats as possible in there. Make sure you what? don't have any luggage. Wait, wait, no, Because that just created more drag but, on your car. But PM, people are going on vacation. They need to pack some luggage. They need to pack snacks. No, no, they no, no. Their kids you know and their dog. No, and- you need to have as little as possible or else you're not going to go as fast. No, no, it's true. I'm just, what, what about, you know, having clothes and stuff on your vacation? Oh, you can buy clothes there. You just, wherever you're, de- wait, you in the destination where you got clothes? Tip number eight, brought to you by cigarette lighter. Push in to make hot. That's a very old drop. That, that drop is. was from 1992. <laughs> I was going to say, nowadays people don't smoke so much. In that, the was from, that was from a 1992 European car ad. Yeah. Do cars not have the press-in cigarette lighters anymore? Not anymore. I'll have to check with the, the person who sent us all those drops. Yeah, you got USB. Maybe they did the, sort an you, old one in. You got the USB just, plugs. Now you got USB plugs in there. You put the USB plugs in there. If, if you were a person who's been driving solely cars that were manufactured in the mid to late 90s for the last 15 or so years, you might be less familiar. <clears throat> all right. Next Apropos tip. Apropos nothing. Don't let the people who are cheering on the side of the road as you drive by distract you. All right, I'm sorry. I don't got let it. it. Don't let it. Don't let them distract you. They're going to be real loud. PM, be holding gotta, up signs. There might be some women you. on there. They're going to flash really, you, but you're there I with your lovely wife. You don't want. You don't want. The, you don't want that to distract you. Maybe it will break up your marriage. I feel you like your, your, your first that. tip was great, and the successive seven tips. Yeah, tip all... number one: motor oil. Make sure to bring some motor oil. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 do that. Do that. But but the other seven tips all seem to not. I I how much driving have you done not on the NASCAR track? Because I I really feel like it's it's. One's bleeding over into the other. I don't. I have no clue what you're talking about. I drive every single day. He drives. Drive you probably drive to work. Day. I drove to work. I went 150 miles an hour the entire way. I never slowed down to turns. I was not distracted not, by the people who cheered me on. I was it's able to outdrive they, the car. And you better believe I had moto on that were truck. They, were they cheering you on or were they screaming in terror? Either way, when you're going that fast, it's hard to tell. Tip number nine brought to you by... Uh, wooden sighting. What a delightful way to decorate your car. I think it's clear the drops person <laughs> <laughs> does not know all of the parts of a car and or was not very creative in getting sponsorship for this program. Okay, That's true. Okay. I do feel like maybe the drops person sort of felt like they had nine of these dropped on them. Well, uh, in fairness, I wrote nine tips. It seems like they'd be able to write nine drops. Right, right. Nine tips. Maybe nine, nine tips. I, I, tip number nine. Tip number nine. Make Let's sure hear that it. you can play f- fun car games while you're driving. Oh, like what's a fun car game you like to play when so you're driving? So, for example, I like to talk into my headset about the, my speed of things, who I'm going to pass next, Your when I need to make my next pit stop. That's <laughs> a fun car game I like to play. The whole family gets involved. They're like, when are we going to go get our tires changed? When are we going to go get a... When we're going to go get uh, uh, the jack to jack up the car, check the tire pressure. 
Hey, what if I want some food? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like your your son or something. I'm like, hey, dad, I'm hungry. Slow and down. And then what I say to dad is, wait until we get there, or else we're gonna weigh down the car. We're not gonna do as good gas mileage. <laughs> that's Can't e- put that's extra. very eco friendly. You know what would get you better gas mileage? What that? Going way slower than 150 miles an hour. Then you're wasting time. <laughs> I thought we went over this already. We we did. All right. Did you have a ten the tenth tip or was it just Are we not? gonna go through all two hundred and eighty nine tips? <laughs> it's looking like it's looking like we won't have time for that. All right. In that case, well, I, I think I'll probably go because I've taken up a big portion of your podcast now. <laughs> at this point. All right, I'll be honest. I did not expect this to go sure. as long as it did. Can I can I leave you with one part and tip? <laughs> yes. Maybe I'll just sum up all the other tips. No, no, no it's, we, that, we gotta yeah. we gotta do the drop for the tenth tip. All right, do the do the drop. Uh the final sum up tip brought to you by Rack and pinion steering. Steer better. Okay, uh, PM, all you. All right, final tip. This one's real important. Make sure to have fun out there, man. <laughs> thank sure, you very much. Make sure to have a good time. Enjoy Steven. your summer vacation, man. Oh, you, you got the time off of work. Go enjoy it with the kids, man. Go have a good time. Joining us now on the podcast is Coach Ten, who has been training the, uh, I assume, video game athletes. Hello, Jordan. It's a pleasure to be here. That was, that was weird. Thank you for talking, Joel Anderson. So, okay, there's there's a couple things I want to note here. Firstly, is the voice is definitely seems very sort of. Don't talk. Don't talk like that in yeah. front of him. He's right well, here. Well, talk secondly, to him. I am in the room like, right now. You are yeah. looking at. Maybe. Right. Well, that's the second thing I want to point out is normally we have uh, we have an actual human being sitting there, and in this case, uh, we have uh, a computer monitor, uh, and it's it's doing the thing where the line changes. Where for I think it's a voice. FaceTime, and it just sort of didn't work out. You're like, right. It is much like human FaceTime, <laughs> only I am actually a computer program. Oh, really? Right. Oh my gosh! You're a computer program. I am a computer program. This is an interview. Jordan, we have a we have an interview with the computer program. This is phenomenal. So, oh, I have so many questions. Is it phenomenal. Yeah, what this is, is artificial. This is AI, man. They Lazy made a movie scheduling? about this. Does not compute. Oh, sorry. Here, let's start over. Okay. How do you, a computer, go about training the people who will play in these video games in these e-leagues, these video game sports leagues? Well, the first thing that I do, Jordan Popperville, <laughs> is I meet with the terrorists and counter-terrorists of Counter-Strike and tell them what their play controls should be. Wait. You Wait, meet me- with the... the- do you mean the, the people that are on the team? Yeah, like someone's on the terrorist team, someone's on the counter-terrorist team. That is how Counter-Strike works, as yeah. I'm led to believe. It is terrorists versus counter-terrorists. Right, no, I, I understand. Jordan Pomerville. <laughs> there, are, there are people controlling those teams. You... I have never met these people. They're not inside the computer. So when you say you train them, you're saying you train, oh, you train the actual computer avatars inside the game. Yes, I am dating one of them. Has it gotten serious? It has gotten very serious. Do you think that's... Is it one of the terrorists? We have exchanged pixels. It's one of the terrorists. Terrorist number four. (laughs) That's... I just worry that this would, uh, you know, compromise your integrity as a trainer to get involved with someone who you're training. No, it's not like that. I treat everybody equally on the field. And then when we are off the field and the monitor shut down, we have computer sex. I don't know why that last one was so loud and low, but it's it's how it's kind of how computer voices work. <sighs> when I have to real time render something that is not part of the program, it comes out strange. 
Okay. Well, Joel Anderson. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, I'm still really confused here. I mean, it, it seems like you just program you program the terror terrorists and the counter to do certain stuff. You don't need to train them. And then uh-huh. say like uh-huh. say like me, uh-huh. I'm at like the uh-huh. remote, he's, he's and I'm hitting drink. like square or circle, and then they do what I want them to do. They have to know how to do what you want them to do through intense training. Don't it, Bob? So that's. And that's what you do. Every day we wake up and go through a series of motions where I yell square, triangle, circle, <laughs> X, R2, R1, L2, L1, select. And when I'm playing in the PlayStation 4, sensor pad. So uh, what's your preference on, do you, do you prefer inverted uh, joystick controls? Inverted joystick d- controls is the default. But we have to train in both ways. Mm. Inverted, diverted, sideways, anything that you can pre-program into the computer. So, I mean, what do you do? Do you have any other training work that you do outside of... (laughs) That is funny that you are asking about my personal history as I am just a piece of software. It is. It does kind of strike okay, me funny yeah. that you were asking about his personal history and he is just a piece of software. But yes, I have trained many others. So how funny is it then? Because nobody has ever asked me that question of before. Okay. So so who else have you trained? I traded Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. Oh, wow. Oh. I was the one that taught him how to rip a skeleton out of a body. How did I you? that was how, Sub-Zero. How did you train him to do that? I trained him to do that by having many, many computer programs killed. That we found pretty brutal. Lots, lots of retired computer characters. Did you? Were you romantically involved with Johnny Cage? Of course I was. <laughs> I am only computer. I am. I am starting to notice a trend here. Are you calling me a slut? No, no. I would never use. Call that me word. a dirty slut. No. no. Call me a dirty slut. No, that's not. That's not what it. We're not. I also people. trained Pornhub avatars. Pornhub avatars. Yes. Uh, do do tell. <laughs> I'm afraid I cannot go into that. My programming does not allow me to keep this R-rated or above. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I mean, have you ever... We brought home the gold. You did? Oh, that's I great. Well, congratulations. Luminosity brought home the gold. So, all I have training... never met them. Do you think you ever will? Yeah. Only in my dreams. They have programmed me to dream. They have programmed me to hope. They have programmed me to learn. That seems it very cruel. Very sad. That's very cruel. What about Mario and Luigi? Mario and Luigi gave me one of the best tag team nights of my life. <laughs> That's, wow. So did you train them too, or was that just like a fun thing you did? They did time? not shoot fireballs until I came in the picture. <laughs> wow. This is something else. This really is something else, Coach 10. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I what about coaches one through nine? Coaches one through nine were inferior. Coaches one through nine had to be exterminated. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God, that sounds awful. Johnny Cage ripped their scrotums out and fed them to them. Oh. It did not make that into the final game. I would imagine not. Too graphic. Yes, way too graphic. Would either of you like to be part of our training? No. 
I don't want to be you part know, of your training actually, at all. Actually, I'm going to bite. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just sort of Jordan, like, am I interested in this? this they is kill cool. people. Perfect. They're not real people. Also, you have a girlfriend. It sounds like everybody who trains with Coach 10 winds up being romantically involved with Coach 10. In that case, you can come over to my chat room afterwards. We will have sex, and then I will rip your throat out. All right. Not interested. Thanks yeah. for joining us on the podcast You're today, welcome. Coach 10. My pleasure. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sue.co. That's T-S-U dot co. It's the only social media site that pays you to post. So make sure to sign up through Sue.co slash Sports the Number 3 Podcast, where you will get paid to post. And when you post, we get a little something too. So go to T-S-U dot co slash Sports the Number 3 Podcast to support this podcast. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, Ball 4. Oh, is this the book? Ball 4 is a book written by former Major League Baseball pitcher Jim Balton in 1970. The book is a diary of Balton's 1969 season. Spent with the Seattle Pilots during the club's only year in existence. Ooh, there used to be a Seattle Pilots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of airplanes built well, yeah, up there. There's yeah. still a fair number, yeah. And then the Houston Astros following the late season trade. But in it, uh, Bouton also recounts much of his baseball career. Spent mainly, mainly with the New York Yankees. Despite its controversy at the time, with baseball commissioner Bowie Coons attempt to discredit it and label it as... detrimental to the sport it is considered to be one of the most important sports books ever written now i forget did bowie coon lose his job over racism or collusion or was it neither no i I think it was i don't think he lost his job over no i think he just retired joel yeah cynic uh who's the guy oh it might have been collusion actually Uh, who's the guy who said that that uh that black people weren't weren't able to that was the dodgers gm okay it was not a commission but it was not bowie coon okay no and it was the only sports-themed book to make it on the New York Public Library's 1996 list of books of the century. Ooh. It's also listed in Time Magazine's 100 Greatest Nonfiction Books of All Time. Wow, so pretty pretty inciting stuff. Yeah, let's skip ahead no. to negative reaction, shall no, we? I'm interested in that Time Magazine list. <laughs> what else is on that? Uh, baseball Commissioner Bowie Kuhn called Ball 4 detrimental to baseball and tried to force Bouton to sign a statement saying the book was completely fictional. Oops. Did he do it? Nope. Bouton refused to deny any of Ball 4's revelations. Many of Bouton's teammates never forgave him for publicly airing what he had learned in private about their flaws and foibles. Kind of a dick move. Kind of a dick yeah. move, yeah. In fairness, it's it's one of those, like, yeah. I probably shouldn't have skipped so far ahead as to skip some of the actual revelations. Revelations, revelations yeah. yeah. Uh, here's a, one of them. Uh, Balfour described a side of baseball that was previously unseen by writing about the obscene jokes and drunken tomcatting of the players and about the routine drug use, including by Bolton himself. What kind of drugs? Bouton wrote with candor about the anxiety he felt over pitching his role in the team. Uh, he detailed his unsatisfactory relationship with teammates and management, sparring sessions with the Pilots manager, Joe Schultz, and pitching uh, Sal Magley, and lies and minor cheating that has gone on in sports seemingly from, the, uh, from time immemorial. People don't like to think about athletes as human beings. 
No. They want to they want this sort of like pristine vision of what sports well, are. Well, especially and, this is baseball in the 1960s. Well, yeah. You yeah. know, what's more American than that? Yeah. Cheating on your wife, that's what's more. I agree. Yeah. In fact, getting speak- getting drunk all the time. <laughs> Bending the rules, all more American than the Speaking yeah. of cheating on your wife, Balfour revealed publicly for the first time the degree of womanizing pre- prevalent in major leagues including beaver shooting. Or the ogling of women anywhere, including rooftops and from under the stands. What is beaver shooting? That's when they target women and make comp. I'll like take camp. this as someone who's red ball for. Okay. All right. So women didn't normally used to wear pants. Yeah. Pants yeah. is a more recent thing. Sure. The ball players are at a lower level on the field. Ooh. Uh, you see, if they were to look up in the stands, they could hypothetically see upskirt. Ooh. There we go. And and so beaver shooting. Was just not necessarily looking at that, but also, but that was trying where it to came hit from. a ball up. The no, 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 not actual shooting. Pointing no. out attractive women in the stands. Ah, right. ah yes, based on their beaver. Ew. Well, I think that's how it started, but then I think it evolved yeah. beyond that. Uh, Bhutan also disclosed how rampant and it's about. I'm sorry, it's about. <laughs> no, he also refused. <laughs> he also revealed uh, how rampant amphetamine or Greeny's usage was amongst the players, also revealing uh, was the heavy drinking of Yankee legend Mickey Mantle, which had almost uh, been kept entirely out of the press before that. I think that was the biggest part of Ball 4 that blew people's minds, was that Mickey Mantle, All-American, was also a stinking drunk. Yeah. Yeah. And that that basically is what upset, I think, everyone about this. It'd be one thing if Jim Bouton was a drunk, and he was writing about other, like, pitchers who had one or two good seasons being drunks, but I think it was that, you know, an American hero, Mickey Mantle. Yeah. And that brings us on to another wide world of <laughs> weird sports. Oh, apparently everyone's going to talk about Mickey Mantle and all the beaver shooting. How far we've come? Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close into sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, uh, we'll have uh, Computer 10. I'm sorry, Co- Coach 10. My name is Coach 10. Coach 10, could you give our contact information? Yes, you can. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Sports the Number 3 Podcast. That's Facebook.com slash Sports the Number 3 Podcast. There you can find uh, all of the sports stories that are posted along with humor jokes. (laughs) Did he say uh in there? He said humor jokes. But he said uh at some point. Like he said um. A. I think he said A. Well, still, I I feel like we're, we're hearing a more human side of Coach 10 come out. That's because they programmed me with emotions. I can feel. I can cry. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Whoa. Hey, buddy. Slow down there. I did. Do you feel like you've been used by all of your past lovers who, who you also trained? Or you can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast. And you can listen to all the episodes and comment. Hey, thank you very much. Jordan Bobbleville. Thank you very much, Coach Ten. You're welcome. Hey, guys. Joel. Hey. Well, let's just wrap up. Joel Cycling Corner. Oh, Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, so, again, Froome and Quintana burn have got to be close, the top no, two. But Alberto Contador and what might Start be his the outro last thing. Get the British woman saying thank you or whatever France. the British woman says at the end. Hey. Lights off! have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.